BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody, to the Wednesday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We have a lot to talk to you about today. Big spike in the inflation numbers. Biden economy continues to sputter. Uh, we have updates on COVID case numbers, the vaccine that they're pushing on your kids, plus climate change madness. But right now, as we're speaking to you, the Kyle Rittenhouse case is underway in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And in fact, Kyle Rittenhouse has, to the surprise of many, taken his own defense. He is on the stand. He is being cross-examined right now. Let's go to it live. The charges against me, um, it was denied because of the charges here in this state. You found out about that after you were criminally charged in this case? I found out about this in November of 2020. A letter was sent to my old resident. So you knew that without that FOID card, the gun could not go back to your residence in Illinois, correct? Correct. And you agreed that the gun would be kept at Dominic Black's stepfather's house here in Kenosha, correct? Uh, Because he had a safe, yes. And you agreed that you wouldn't have access to that gun, correct? Um, We agreed that the only time I would use the gun is when I would, when I was with him and we would go to like the Bristol shooting range or up north to his land. But the only time prior to the night of August 25th, 2020, that you ever used that gun was up in Ladysmith, correct? Correct. So you didn't go to the Bristol shooting range ever. I did. Not with that rifle, but I did. Pay attention to my question, please. You didn't ever go to the Bristol shooting range with that gun, correct? Correct. And you picked out that gun because Dominic had one, correct? I, yeah. You could have, if you wanted to, chosen from any number of guns that were for sale, fair enough? That were at that store, there weren't many, but yes. I'm sure the store in Ladysmith isn't the only store that sells guns, correct? Uh, you can ask questions. That was don't, a question. Don't, no, it was a statement. I, 
Isn't it correct, Mr. Rittenhouse, that there are other places to purchase guns besides that one store in Ladysmith, Wisconsin? Um, I believe so, but that's where we're at, so that's where we got the gun. And you, if you wanted to, could have given Dominic Black money to purchase a gun at other locations, fair? Didn't cross my mind, but now that you say it, yeah. Why did you pick or want Dominic Black to buy for you an AR-15 as opposed to a pistol or a shotgun or some other type of rifle? I cannot legally possess or carry a pistol because I'm not 18 in Wisconsin. I, I, I believe it's 18 in Wisconsin for a pistol. Um, but with the lock, with the rifle, I knew, I knew I could possess that rifle. I knew I couldn't buy it, but I knew I could like take it to like the shooting range or possess it. Um, and with shotguns, they didn't have any shotguns in stock. That was my original plan to get a shotgun for trap shooting. But there weren't any at that Lady Ladysmith store, and I didn't want to go to Walmart and buy one. So your understanding at that time was that Wisconsin law prohibited you as a 17-year-old from possessing a pistol, but you could have an AR-15? Yes. What was that understanding based on? Uh, the understanding was based on um, when we would go up north, uh, we were... It was me, Dominic, and my sister, and we were allowed to carry the rifles around, and the officers over there said it was fine. Um, I'm gonna move to strike as hearsay, what officers would have told you. You asked the question of what the, what the source of his knowledge was. It, it's not admissible, and none of this is, frankly, and that's why I interrupted before. Um, what the what the defendant believes the law to be, what the district attorney believe, believes the law to be, what uh, the defense believes the law to be, are irrelevant. I will tell you when I instruct you what the law of Wisconsin is pertaining to the possession of a firearm by a person under 18, uh, and that'll be the source of your knowledge. I'm allowing the testimony right now because it bears on uh, um, there's an old maxim under the law of ignorantia juris non excusat. Ignorance of the, of the law is not an excuse. Ignorance of the criminal law is not an excuse. If you commit a, wrong, a, a criminal act, whether you knew it was criminal or not, you're responsible for your conduct and, and because you're responsible to know the law. It's not relevant except in this case, there are specific issues about his awareness and knowledge about certain conduct that is relevant on some issues. So it's quite complicated. Uh, hopefully it'll sort out when I instruct you at the end, but that's why I'm allowing the questions and the answers, but do not be confused about what anything that these people say is not necessarily accurate as to the state of Wisconsin law. Any question about that? Okay, thanks, go ahead. So you're telling us that the reason that you wanted Dominic to buy you an AR-15 as opposed to a pistol is, is the only reason was because you felt you couldn't lawfully possess a pistol? Correct. You didn't pick out the AR-15 for any other reason? I thought it looked cool, um, but no. 
You didn't pick it up because you wanted to go hunting with it, did you? No. You didn't pick it up because you were going to um, use it to protect your house, correct? Correct. You picked it up because it looked cool. I thought it looked cool. That's the reason, yes. It resembled the types of weapons that are used in first-person shooter video games, correct? I don't really play first-person shooter video games. I have, but I believe there's a variety of guns, including shotguns, pistols. It there's guns in video games that resemble all guns. Isn't it true when you would hang out at, with Dominic Black, you'd play Call of Duty and other first-person shooter video games? Sometimes. And those are games in which you use weapons like AR-15s to pretty much shoot anybody who comes at you, correct? It's a video game where two players are playing together. I don't really understand the meaning of your question, to be honest. Isn't one of the things people do in these video games try and kill everyone else with your guns? Yeah, in the video game, it's just a video game. It's not real life. Now, you introduced yourself as living in Walworth County right now. Is yes. that right? On the date that this all happened, you were an Illinois resident? Correct. You had grown up in Illinois? Correct. You had not spent any significant time living here in Wisconsin, correct? No. You'd agree with me that's correct? No, I... I've spent time at my father's house and partially live here also, so no, that's not correct. You indicated you had attended, was it Penn Foster High School? Yes. That's an online high school? Correct. So you were not attending high school in person? No. All right, so you're hearing there the real-time, live cross-examination of Kyle Rittenhouse in Kenosha, Wisconsin for the trial going on there where Kyle shot and killed two, uh, shot and wounded a third, he claims, in self-defense. It certainly seems, based on the prosecution's case so far, the prosecutor just stepped away for a second, we'll continue to watch this, that self-defense is very viable. Clay, just the, the big moment here is everyone I know, I, I've had, I have defense attorneys texting me right now, friends of mine, saying, putting Kyle on the stand in this way it's high risk, but uh, it's it's pretty riveting to hear him explain in his own words what went on here and what his position is and why he had to use lethal force to defend himself. It's riveting. You usually do not see a defendant in a case like this take the witness stand, not to mention a 17 or 18-year-old kid. And we're going to continue, I would suggest, to break in and share elements of this testimony because he may be on the stand for hours they are carrying it live on television and this is the final part of the trial to see whether or not kyle rittenhouse is going to be found uh guilty in this case but i gotta tell you buck based on what i have seen rittenhouse is holding himself up pretty well on the witness stand so far and i'm not impressed by the questions from the prosecutor he doesn't seem to be scoring in the context of remember we talked yeah. about how the jury is going to perceive the interaction between the two he's grasping at straws with this yes. first person video game stuff and he's trying to get him on technicalities of firearm law that are you know in the state of wisconsin specifically this is a case about self-defense and lethal yes. use of force that's what the Which, case is really about and the, and the defense attorney here i think i'm sorry the prosecution rather 
realizes that their case so far has been very their key witnesses said, basically, I was trying to hurt him when he shot me or other people said the guy that got shot and killed uh, was trying to hurt him. In, in one case, even a guy who was a convicted sex offender who was coming at him to do Kyle Rittenhouse harm was shot and killed in the process of trying to assault him. If that's not self-defense, there's no such thing as self-defense. It doesn't matter why he was in Wisconsin. It doesn't matter that's right. You know whether he plays Call of Duty or not. And it's fascinating to see the facts of this actually coming out, given the way the media said. I'm not just I'm not exaggerating. We, we, we could play the audio. Said he was a terrorist, Clay. Said he was a white yes. nationalist, a, a racist. He went there to shoot people for no reason. All lies. That is obviously not true. And this case, to me... Seems like an easy one for any fair-minded jury that cares about the law, which is that this, this to me, seems like clear self-defense. We will come back, and Kyle is still going on the stand. And uh, this is I mean, a lot of people all across the country are watching this play out. Very unusual in this high profile of a case to have a defendant take the stand at his own defense. We'll come back to some of this, give you more legal analysis, and then also, obviously, the Biden economy, the inflation numbers that are out today. we got a lot more show for you as well. It's always good to check all the ways you're spending money and ask if you could do it uh, for less. If you have a home, a, home mor- uh, a home mortgage, this is especially true. With all the talk about low mortgage rates, this is a great time to check that monthly expense. One 10-minute phone call can clarify that, uh, can clarify that for you. Call our friends at American Financing for a free mortgage review. We mean it when we say the review is free. There's no pressure, no obligation, no upfront fees. It's just a simple conversation around your needs. Can you access cash to pay off high-interest credit cards? Maybe drop your interest rate. Or get rid of your mortgage insurance? You won't know for sure unless you call American Financing, Clay. I'm going through the process of getting a loan from them right now. Amazing customer service. Super competitive rates. No doubt. You could save up to $12,000 a year. You might even be able to skip two mortgage payments here at the end of the year. How much difference could that make for you as you get ready for Christmas or buying presents, get ready for the new year? That could make a tremendous difference in your life. It's simple. You need to get the lowest rate locked in while you can. Put your financial house in order. Save your family a bundle. How do you do it? It's not difficult at all. With your phones in your hand right now, call 800-777-8109. Let me repeat that number for you. 800-777-8109 can take you just 10 minutes to save $10,000 or more and skip a couple of mortgage payments. Lock in a low rate today at AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. 
And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Absolutely riveting testimony in the courtroom right now of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kyle Rittenhouse, in his own defense, has taken the stand and is being cross-examined right now by the prosecutor in this case. We started off the show playing live testimony for you. We will continue to break in every now and then because this is such an unprecedented situation to have a defendant take the stand like this and speak in his own words about what happened on that night in question will continue to break in throughout the course of this program as we talk about many other different subjects as well but earlier in the last 30 or 45 minutes or so as he began his testimony Kyle Rittenhouse broke down on the stand discussing that night listen Mr. Rosenbaum was now running from my right side um, and I was cornered from in front of me with Mr. Zeminski and there were (laughs) there were people right there That's what I run. That's what I run. Anyway, you can just relax for a minute, sir. That is Kyle Rittenhouse breaking down on the stand. I always try to say it's hard to analyze what a jury is going to do, Buck, when you haven't been in the courtroom for every moment of a trial. This is eight days that this has been going on now. But based on what I have seen, there is an incredibly strong self-defense narrative here that I believe a jury is going to find compelling in many ways. And certainly when you see Kyle Rittenhouse breaking down like that, as he recalls his experience on that night, that certainly offers strong credence to the idea that he was deeply fearful for what might happen to him in the way that he's reacting in the retelling, still feeling, it appears to me, that fear even over a year later. Kyle Rittenhouse comes across like a good kid, the kind of kid that you'd want to live next to, the kind of kid that you'd want your children 
to be friends with, or if you're a younger person listening to this, that you want to be friends with yourself. He didn't go there to harm anyone. He went there to defend people. That's the reality of what we're seeing play out. He was attacked. Rittenhouse is the guy who shows up and is trying to scrub graffiti by psychotic Biden voters, by the way. Uh, scrub it off of buildings. Tries to prevent people from having their businesses burned to the ground. Democrats don't care about businesses getting burned to the ground as long as it's in the name of BLM. Kyle Rittenhouse disagreed. He wanted to do something about it. He showed up. He wanted to be able to defend himself and others. He was attacked. There's really no dispute over the facts of whether he was attacked. The only real prosecution point here seems to be, can they get him on some point of firearms law, which wouldn't go to whether or not he was even able to defend himself in the first place? And can they create a perception that just by his very presence there, he was the problem? Essentially, Clay, what this really comes down to is the left wants it to be known And that's why I think the nation is watching this trial so closely. The left wants everybody to know that when they are angry, when social justice demands neighborhoods get burned to the ground and people live in fear and terror in their own homes and police aren't allowed to do their jobs to serve and protect, no one's allowed to stand in the way. That's what they want people to think from the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Kyle said no. And we can't understate here, Buck, what an incredible move it is to put him on the witness stand. This is a young kid, 17, 18 years old. His defense attorney, there's been a lot of positive revelations on the witness stand for his defense, but they still wanted to put him on the stand, and we're going to continue to update you as we go forward. In the meantime, Mike Lindell and his team, they took care of us and fit us for our own pillows and introduced us to their great list of incredible products. My wife just bought my slippers for everybody in her uh, running group. They all loved them. They were excited. These things are wildly comfortable. But what started it all was my pillows. And right now, he's got the lowest price ever offer. You can get a standard my pillow for $19.98. They were originally nearly 70 bucks. $50 savings with the promo code Clay and Buck. And right now, you've got a money-back guarantee until March 1st, so you have nothing to lose by ordering today. So how do you get them? Go to the radio listener specials at MyPillow.com, enter the promo code Clay and Buck, and you can also call 800-792-3269. Great radio specials. Get hooked up today. You'll be glad that you did. Get all of the hottest interviews and segments with the free Clay and Buck in a Hurry email newsletter. Delivered directly to your inbox, you'll receive Clay and Buck's take on all the stories that matter most. The Clay and Buck in a Hurry email. Sign up today for free at ClayandBuck.com. Welcome back to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, everybody. Clay and I are just, we're... We're just riveted here watching in the breaks, and, and we have our team here following the Rittenhouse trial. Kyle Rittenhouse took the stand, and you got the prosecutor who, it, it looks to me at least, like is, is aware of the fact that he is losing this case so far, and so he's getting kind of desperate. He's in a pretty tense exchange with the judge. The judge is verbally uh, smacking him around a little bit here for trying to go over the lines, go around some things. He he's getting desperate. This prosecutor knows he is losing ground and Rittenhouse's testimony. Remember, he took the stand himself. There'll be more of it later is compelling stuff for any jury. Honestly, that's that's what it looks like so far. 
It's not over. We don't know. And who knows what a jury is eventually going to do here. Buck, but. I'll say this, by the way. When the jury, I've long thought, every now and then, I'll give you an example. Baylor football, there was a player accused of rape. The jury went out, spent 45 minutes, came back, unanimously said not guilty. When, when that happens, and I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen in this case, but it is a clear sign of prosecu- prosecutorial misconduct that you would bring cases and a jury, if they can debate for 30 or 45 minutes and they come back and they're like unanimously not guilty, it's such a failure of the prosecutor's office to have brought the charges that they did the way that they yeah. did. That's so rare to have it happen, but I'm looking at this lecture going on right now by the judge against the prosecuting attorney, and it feels to me like, as you said, the prosecuting attorney is throwing out legal Hail Marys right now. He realizes that he's been pummeled for eight days in a row. Now Kyle Rittenhouse has gotten on the witness stand, has done himself, I think, decent favor, and right now the judge is just slapping around this prosecuting attorney who is desperate to try to figure out a way to get a conviction. Unless something big happens here, folks, it's looking like the prosecution has put forward a very... Remember, they already rested their case, so now they're just trying to cross, they're trying to gain ground against the de- uh, the defense's case. Not looking, not looking good for them, which I think is good for the cause of justice. But then again, I believe, as Clay was alluding to a moment ago, that this this never should have been brought as a uh, as a murder trial in the or homicide trial in the first place. So we'll come back to it. I will follow it closely. It it is still ongoing. It'll probably going on for quite a while now. The actual Rittenhouse testimony up on the stand. But we do have some numbers in today from Biden, and talk about uh, another situation where someone's losing ground. It's not just the prosecutor here. It's also. The Biden administration, when it comes to the economy, things are not looking good. You have inflation soaring 6.2 percent, the highest in 31 years. Gas prices jump 59 percent. Meat jumped 24 percent. Experts are predicting the president's one point two trillion dollar infrastructure bill. This is all according to the Daily Mail will make the cost of living situation even worse What's remarkable here is that Biden, in response to all this, is doing it. This is like there's a fire and Biden and his team have been throwing gasoline on it and it's getting worse. And they're saying, you know what would really help right now? Throw a little more gasoline on this fire. (laughs) That seems like the right kind of move. Biden trying to brush off the low approval ratings. Biden trying to brush off inflation. Here is the inept president just doing the usual mumbling mumbling i think this is an up and down you know proposal oh, excuse me a, a, an up and down circumstance and as i looked at the polling data literally as i was walking out of the office after doing another thing i had to do is my polling numbers are the same essentially what uh, everyone from uh, bush to uh, uh, to uh, to um, clinton to uh, you know all all of uh, obama were at the same time that's not true, first of all. This is the lowest combined for Biden and Kamala Harris. Lowest combined approval ratings. Remember, Biden's at 38% in the USA Today poll most recently. Kamala Harris, I believe, at 28%. It's the lowest combined president and vice president approval ratings that most of us listening right now or doing this show have ever seen in our lives. And so the idea that Biden is going to somehow pull himself out of this rut, and it's it's a worthy discussion. But let's first say the idea that you're going to spend trillions of dollars, the government is, and it's going to make inflation better, is such 
a flagrantly absurd perspective to have adopted that it blows my mind. Buck, listen to these numbers that I pulled. Uh, uh, this was shared by an AP reporter on Twitter. In terms of, we talk about 6% inflation rate going up. Listen to what these other numbers are. are. Fuel is up 59% year over year. Gas is up 50%. Utilities, 28%. Used cars, 26%. Hotels, 26%. Steaks, 24%. Bacon, 20%. Pork chops, 16%. Washing machines, 15%. Furniture, 12%. Eggs, 12%. Fish, 11%. TVs, 10%. New cars, 10%. Chicken, 9%. Milk, 6%. Coffee, 6%. Flour, 5%. These are direct taxes on people who have to spend their income to live. And it is infuriating that we'd be sitting right now at a 31-year inflation high. And Joe Biden's method to try to cure it would be to have the government spend and print even more money. It's mind-blowingly, insanely stupid. It's also remarkable to hear how quickly they turn to the, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff going on, man. Things are happening. It's really complicated. Take no accountability for this whatsoever. If anyone has been paying attention to what Democrats have said in recent days about fossil fuels and the COP26 conference and all this climate change lunacy. They really do have an ideological hatred for fossil fuel. I mean, they think fossil fuel is going to cause the extinction of the human species unless we put the Green New Deal into effect globally, mind you, not just here in America. So... They're crazy about things like that. They block the Keystone XL pipeline at the beginning of the Biden administration, which doesn't even help with climate change, but it makes the enviro wackos feel better. And so when Biden is asked about the state of the country, the high gas prices, Clay, all those things you were just talking about, turns out that it's just, you know, real complicated. 750,000 people have died because of COVID. 750,000 people. The, 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 the psychological scars that has put on so many people. Schools have not been open because of COVID and they're just getting open again. We're in a situation where there's a lot of, a lot of anxiety. Gas prices are up exceedingly high. They've been up this high before, but not, not recently. Gas price, that's why I have the Attorney General taking a look at whether or not these gas companies are gouging people because although the price of oil is coming down some, the price of gas hadn't come down some. So there's a lot of things that have people that are really a great deal of anxiety, a great deal of concern. I mean, he's just an ignoramus. What he says doesn't even make sense. This is the problem, Buck, with having an administration that has so many people who don't understand basic business. And, and I know there's a ton of people out there listening to us right now that are just like, thank you for saying something that is transparent and clear. But even the media doesn't really press him on the idea. I mean, this is pure madness, Buck. The idea that the government can spend trillions of dollars, which we're now going to be doing because of infrastructure and which we've been doing because of COVID, and then that we're going to remake the budget and that the government is going to spend trillions of dollars more and that inflation is not going to get worse is contrary to any intelligent economic analysis of the situation. The idea that you print more money and spend more money by the government is one of the primary ways that inflation arises in the first place. And I thought there was a good point made last year. You know, as we were talking last year in the middle of the pandemic, there were very few 
massive shortages in October and November of last year. And now we're running into major supply chain issues a year later. It's all a failure of the Biden administration. I'm not talking about back in March when, you know, everybody made a run on toilet paper. I'm talking about October and November of last year. Everything had pretty much gotten back to normal. And now I think we're moving into a holiday season where all of us are going to be dealing with substantial scarcities. I got to tell you, though, you need to get hooked up and save a lot of money. My family, it's the, ourselves have done this. You can save up to $800 a year by signing up for Pure Talk. And you can continue to use the exact same 5G network. You can use the exact same towers. You can keep your same number. You can keep the same phone or you can add a new one. But you're just going to save a bundle up to $800 a year by moving away from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile. And my own son, my 13-year-old, is on this. We're about to add uh, my fifth grader so that when he's at different events and he needs to get in touch with us, he can get in touch with us. And we can get unlimited talk, text, six gigs of data on Pure Talk's 5G network for just $30 a month. My family is using it. Buck, I know you've been using Pure Talk. How can others join the tens of thousands of our listeners who have also been signing up? It's easy, folks. And Pure Talk has a 30-day risk-free guarantee, so you literally have nothing to lose. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. You'll save 50% off your first month, and you can even save on a new phone. That's pound 250. Dial that from your phone right now. Say Pure Talk. Some restrictions apply. Call for details. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage you guys to download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a single moment. We are going to be joined by Dr. Marty McCary here in, uh, what, next hour to talk about his piece on whether or not children should be uh, vaccinated for COVID ages 5 to 11 that he had in the Wall Street Journal. I believe it was in yesterday's print edition of the Wall Street Journal and discuss the latest COVID data. That's going to be, uh, I think, pretty enjoyable conversation. That will be in the next hour. In every commercial break, Buck and I are turning and uh, listening to the audio of Kyle Rittenhouse on the witness stand right now, live in Kenosha, Wisconsin, 
We may join again and give you a little taste of what is being said at the top of the second hour of the program. But, Buck, this prosecutor is getting lacerated by the judge. And he's also just throwing up all sorts of crazy Hail Marys. One of them was he's questioning Kyle Rittenhouse about playing video games and suggesting because he played shooter video games that that's what he was trying to do on the night in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Now, the flaw here is... Just about everybody who has played video games has played shooter video games. And Kyle Rittenhouse said, yeah, I know that's a video game. That's not real life. But you're, I believe, an all-star in Call of Duty and uh, and other video game related uh, related subplot. You and your brothers, right? You guys still play. Uh, and these are wildly popular. My kids play video games all the time. I've retired. But the idea that you would say, hey, the reason you shot someone is because you play Call of Duty, it's a pretty crazy stretch given how popular these games are. Here's, what we're, here's what we're seeing. Uh, and yeah, I started playing again over COVID, though I haven't really played since uh, since the lockdown ended. But uh, I like FIFA, too, the soccer game. You know, It's a great what, game. What can I tell you? It's a great game. So he, here's what you're seeing play out all across uh, all across this trial right now. And we're going to keep following it. We'll bring you more of the most important moments because this is going to take some time. People are still in a little bit of shock that Kyle Rittenhouse is even up on the stand. It's very unusual. It's considered high risk from the perspective of uh, defense attorneys to do this kind of thing. It's really only if you think you have a very solid case and a very uh, capable defendant on the stand that you would do this. And it's not over. So. It still could be a risk that maybe the defense would regret. But so far, I think this prosecutor is looking almost buffoonish. But really, it's because the facts of the case on the self-defense front are are very straightforward. All right. You had an anarchist left wing mob, including a convicted sex offender, Clay, assaulting a guy with a gun, you know, trying to hit him. And you have to ask, OK, what was Kyle Rittenhouse supposed to do let's let's start to look at this from the other perspective he's got his rifle there whether he should have been out on the street or not is not the criminal charge at issue there is no criminal charge really i think they they dismissed yesterday that he violated the curfew which is a misdemeanor anyway uh so it's just about the use of force situation and what was he supposed to do let let a guy bludgeon him with his skateboard take his rifle and execute him on the street let someone wave a loaded gun in his face at point blank range after yelling that he wants to kill him or wants to shoot him or you know bleep this bleep that cursing at him of course not it's crazy so that's how you get into a prosecutor saying you play first person shooter games don't you you know what what, what are you doing with that as if he's trying to act out some kind of sc- you know school shooting situation because that's been brought up by the media. They've referred to him. They've said he's like a school shooter. He's like a domestic terrorist. Kyle Rittenhouse is nothing of the sort. And that's coming across anyone watching the trial. And I got to say, Discover and these other companies that refuse to allow Rittenhouse to try to raise money for his defense, they should be ashamed of themselves. Ashamed they really of should. themselves. They, they really should, Buck. And that that's well said. And I think this is important. You had a kid who it appears based on much of this evidence at an absolute minimum, has a incredibly strong self-defense case. And it is not uncommon for defendants in cases to raise money from others, particularly when you aren't wealthy enough to pay for your own defense, which likely, if you have top attorneys, is going to cost over a million dollars, right? To go through a trial like this, to put kind of in context what a top defense attorney in a case such as this would cost 
It's over a million dollars. Now, sometimes defense attorneys will give away basically their representation for the attention that they know they're going to get. It's basically an advertisement. Sometimes they care desperately about the innocence of someone that they are defending. And Kyle Rittenhouse taking the stand here is telling everyone, I didn't do this in as direct a manner as is possible. OJ didn't do this. For people out there who watch a lot of criminal trials or pay attention to uh, cases such as these, uh, it's very rare for a defendant to take the stand and tell his side of the story. It is oftentimes considered to be a big risk, but based on what I'm seeing so far, Rittenhouse is doing a very good job of handling his own defense uh, and dealing with this prosecutor who seems crazed at times with his line of questioning. You get the sense as well. I mean, th- th- it is the conventional wisdom is that if you're winning, you certainly yes. don't have your defendant go on. I, I, what I see here, it's almost as though it's not enough for Rittenhouse in his mind to get a not guilty verdict. He wants the American people to know that he didn't do anything criminally wrong when it comes to this use of force situation. He wa- he wants an innocent verdict, yes. so to speak, there. in the minds of the American people instead of just a not guilty verdict. And that's why he's taking the stand. That's why he's speaking directly to the American people, including us, including millions and millions of folks. I mean, right now they're running it live on Fox, on CNN, on news networks all over. We'll, we'll continue to watch it in the break. We'll bring you the most important moments. Plus, we've got Dr. Marty McCarry in the next hour on should, your ki- should kids get vaccinated ever? Should there be mandates ever for kids to get vaccinated? We'll address those questions uh, more on COVID. COVID cases, unfortunately, rising right now. We should talk about what's going on with that. Clay? A lot more to get to. Yes, and this testimony is going to be a big story as it continues to spread. We'll continue to bring you the absolute latest there. This is going to be a wild day. Stay tuned. Two more good hours coming. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details tired of restless nights at lisa we know good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health from memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home for a limited time save up to 700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows go to lisa.com iheart for an additional 50 off mattresses and select goods exclusions apply see lisa.com for more details an official message from medicare A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.